0: Welcome back to Auto Travel, in a journey. My name is Alexandra and today on my show, I have Vivi Letsu. Hi, Kalimera. <laughs> Kalimera
1: and hello and namaste and uh, guten, guten Abend.
0: <laughs> Abend. correct. Uh, so finally, we are here, Vivi. Uh, we made it. <laughs> I'm talking today to you because you are the director. Of a retreat center in in Greece, particularly in Mani, and it's called Zen Rocks Mani. So we know where that is. Most people might know it from the the movie, right? The um... oh,
1: before midnight, yeah, yeah, that that one, yeah, with uh, Ethan Hawke and uh, Julie Delp, the trilogy. Yeah. The third one settles here in money, and here we are. And let's see if the movie was better than this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there we get a little, for those who will be watching this on YouTube, she just showed us a little bit Sorry. the overview from um, the planes of Zenrock's money. I kind of figured the land is uh, on an old olive tree grove or on a new one? What is it exactly? You you're kind of hosting your retreat on, or you build the retreat on?
1: Well, the um, the short, very short summary is that um, I'm Greek and I was educated in uh, California and lived my young life there, um, <laughs> making uh, films and I uh, having a yoga and a. a um, a dance studio with dancers from all over the world and uh, loved always people and travel and things that were healing, you know? And uh, mm-hmm. here's my dog now, he, he's we're yeah. little, little, little um, <laughs> love because it's uh, it's, um, it's about to rain and there is thunder and he's like, he gets a little afraid when there's thunder. Ah. So, So in California, I was this young person full of dreams and always, you know, I had, was working to make films, to make this happen, to make that happen. And I would get burned out a lot. And so um, my um, refuge was a Zen, um, uh, the San Francisco Zen Center and the Monastery in Nature, uh, Tessahara. Mm-hmm. And that was like when I went there, poof, I got like the, the restart button. I would, yeah. uh, you know automatically take place after I was there, meditating and being in nature for a few days with wonderful, loving and compassionate people. And so that was the, um, that was the, um, our model. And then um, my husband and I moved to Greece to the Greek Olympics in 2004. We started um, a yoga Pilates studio in the heart of Athens. Back then it was something that was very new and Mm -hmm. uh, and it was a very, a very good effort and we, you know, a great, beautiful community was created around that. But also it gave us the, the ability to go on to the next step. And our dream yeah. was always to have, you know, this, you know, yeah. this retreat center. There is Marco running because there's a bird flying around, <laughs> or a rather dog. And uh, Marco, yeah. do you want to say hi? Marco? No. Excitement awaits elsewhere. Okay, but um, here is our little cat, Gatulina, yes. a rescue from the city of Athens, from the streets of Athens. And so, uh, you know, somehow we managed with, uh, you know, with a lot of time and effort to buy this olive grove. It was only you see, money is like uh, the reason it wasn't developed and it was not well known. Yeah. um is because it's a very kind of like rocky mountainous yeah. ro- rocky land yeah. the sea is there but um uh, and also no water and so uh, mm. uh, the olive tree the blessed olive tree is what grows here with these very dire circumstances mm. so we got this land I'll, I'll let you see and and when I, when we got it it was only rocks that you see and olive trees, and there was no water, no electricity, and no roads. <laughs> and so our mm. roads are still kind of like dirt. You know, we make do. Mm. It's a human place. It's, like, it's, uh, it's something that has been an answer to my prayers, to our prayers. This is um, what we've been working so hard for this summer after COVID. And we had gone through a lot of difficulties with COVID. You can imagine we were yeah. retreating then. Every yeah. retreat was canceled in 2020 and every retreat was canceled in 2021. Mm. And then this year things started to happen again and beautiful people came and beautiful artists and teachers came. And like our last retreat um, from the U.S., uh, a yogic school from the U.S. was so loving and so positive and they left two days ago. So you can say that our busy season just ended. And so mm-hmm. somebody is enjoying the extra attention now. <laughs> <You know? laughs>
0: Indeed. And let me come back to the moment where you said, you know, your prayers were answered. What were you hoping for? What was the difference for you to have that center where you have it and make it, uh, I mean, for people who probably haven't seen your website yet and you know, only seeing a little bit of the camera view right now, if you watch it on YouTube, but um, it's a very, refi- you know, like to me it's the exact combination between a little bit of taste and luxury, but still in a form of almost like an ashram or a monastery or whatever you want to call it, you know, it's a beautiful combination of where you really Find uh, quietude, you know, where you can settle down. But to describe it very quickly, from my own impressions uh, when I come to you. But what was it that you were longing for or praying for? Can you say a little bit to that, Vivi?
1: Yeah. So, like I said, the model was um, my Zen monastery where I've been going for thirty years. And the dream was to have a place where people do find um, peace and um, a way of being centered, a way of being balanced on this earth. And to me, that comes, well, mainly through meditation. There are a lot of different ways of getting to the center of our being and the center of our heart. But just the practice of meditation is the practice of um, sitting and uh, being mindful and yeah. listening and cultivate and compassion with the people that and the beings that are around us, to me, that's a very important practice. And when I sit in meditation in some of these long um, shishins, you and some people go to vipassana retreats, but when I sit in retreat, I think, why doesn't everybody in the whole world Do that, you know, it's free to just sit quietly anywhere Mm. we are and Mm. to come to our center and like everything, all the chaos then dissipates. My goal was to have a meditation center and then also a, a retreat center. And my husband was more into a retreat center and he likes things to be beautiful and elegant and well done. And so, with his uh, influence, here's what he built these two beautiful villas. Yeah. Um, where everything is handmade. The stone is from our land right here. Mm-hmm. He says, I, What I think to be simple but well made is what I want to offer to people who come here. Yeah. Yeah. And then we really wanted to have the, the meditation center. I'm sorry that things are not very much in order now, but like this is the front of our balconies yeah. with this view. Mm. And um so what can I say? It was it was a good combination and we're still finding our way. We're still finding the steps. Uh, I'm very serious about wanting this to be, you know, one part of it to be like a healing and a verdict center like other modalities too, but you do a Yverda and you know how helpful it can be to bring people to balance, to bring people to good health. So it would be a dream to have people come and they can find their peace, they can find their health, their constitution, can be set back in balance. That would be the dream. And then the background practice would be meditation with long periods of meditation with mm. wonderful teachers like, you know, when you came, I was in Plum Village and,
0: you know, mm. to have
1: a, a Plum Village here, wouldn't that be great? Yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, in the meantime, until this this healing center gets fully developed and until the the place also functions as, in a way, as a mindfulness center, as a monastery center, mm. Um, we start by, um, welcoming people to come for retreat for their own Mm. retreat. If somebody wants to come and practice meditation or yoga with me, there is a Pilates teacher in residence and they can practice Pilates and fitness and cross training. He likes to climb all these mountains, you know, John, Mm. right? Mm. And so people can come for like, people can come with their teacher. There's a a Arabic cat. Mimi, say hi, Mimi, Mimi. Mimi. (laughs) This is a beautiful cypress tree. So, you know, um, the long-term goal is that, the dual um, place for meditation and health um, healing. And then the other function is to be a house, a, a host, for people like you who like to come with your group as a mm-hmm. teacher, as a practitioner, and um, enjoy the place with your with your group, and so mm-hmm. you know, the biggest satisfaction for us is when people come and you see them change every day, and they soften, and oh, a lot of the stress is kind of like fall away. And there's the land itself here, the land herself cultivate this way of being loving you yeah. know, this world of being in nature with with like trust and love and mm. so and people need the rest people need the good food people need to move in um ways that their body gets unlocked and when you see that happen and like the the group that just left were sending me everybody makes a WhatsApp group when they're here and then we stay in touch or they stay in touch. And, you know, so these people from the world just here, they're just, you know, they're telling me such beautiful things and how good they felt here and um, how they get revived and they start reading poetry again and they start writing poetry again. And, Mm. you know, and they say, oh, you know we'll just stand over and look at the paradise that's in front of your eyes and the right you know like here yeah. it is it's it's a paradise and, and then you know also the, the just like being busy and and like uh, having all this to do and the feeling of like I'm behind I'm behind yeah. <laughs> the stresses of life of you know the reality a practical part of our life is um, is there and so yeah.
0: How We're is that to for you, Vivi? How is that for you? I mean, let's not fool ourselves because I have led retreats, you know, and I have worked out to build up a, a centre in France myself with somebody else. And I know, you know, even though you're catering for people to have this experience, we get super busy, you know, as main practitioner and teacher of that, how do you cope with that? And what do you, what are your strategies around, you know, remembering um, how to heal and land in yourself?
1: You know, this is a very good question and it's the one that we always, um, I'm learning to trust. Like my biggest way is learning to trust the the flow the timing of things and to trust that things just happen in a magical way there's uh, sometimes the amount of work that needs to be done it, it exceeds me it's beyond yeah. me yeah, and yeah. also the team that works here and my husband um just yeah. working sometimes from like 7 a.m until midnight without a break so yeah. the, you know that's the reality of it and then i find like um i trust and relax and i see the joy of people and i allow myself the time maybe to to relax during the day and and to feel their joy you know it's like so i guess it's to do things joyfully you know it's like okay mm-hmm. sometimes i'm tired and it's hard to get going but when you find the joy of cooking the joy of serving and when we find a way to take care of ourselves to like really listen and take care of ourselves. And uh, more and more you listen, even like we had a corporate retreat and the mm. person speaking to the corporate retreat was telling these corporate people that um, trust your your um, cycles of energy, um, rest during the day, you rest every 90 minutes, they like turn off your computers or go walk around and not answer any calls or emails for 10, 20 minutes when you know, when that peak of energy is, uh, has gone down and take time yeah. to rest and and mm. uh, change your philosophy and, and not, not always to feel that, oh my God, it's urgent, it's urgent, everything is mm. urgent.
0: Uh, I totally hear you and I'm sure it is hard to remember that when you're on a full go and then it, it might hit you through, I mean, I often get reminded through my own body, you know, like then... I have a pain here or pain there, then I thought, okay, like I've been following my head too much. You have similar, you know, signs in your life that kind of teach you um, when to slow down and remember all the things that you already digested in some form.
1: Do we have signs? We all have signs, right? Yeah, I mean, what is
0: yours? That's what I'm asking. <laughs> well, my
1: well, I had a big sign last year when I stayed in bed, pretty much paralyzed for six weeks, with uh, inflamed joints. It, they they said I had an immune disease and it was rheumatoid arthritis. And
0: wow, um,
1: I was I was um, twelve kilos less than what you see now. So I wow. lost a lot of weight because I couldn't eat, pain. Uh, My family thought I was dying and he was, what is it? I don't know what it is. You know, it's, is Mm. it the stress? Is it like that deep inside with COVID, we all came face to face with very deep karmic stuff. Um, Mm. Hard to Mm -hmm. say exactly what it is. I do think it's like, it's not what, what we go through is our karmic DNA. So it's not just, oh, I didn't sleep a lot or I didn't yeah. eat the right food. There's a lot there. We cannot yeah. oversimplify whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: no, definitely not. How did you manage to come out of that?
1: Well, um, little by little with natural remedies with um, a little bit of um, everything, yoga and diet. And I had some good uh, alternative doctors to be honest, I went to all kinds of doctors, uh, allopathic doctors and alternative, and there's a lot that's not helpful that mm. you will hope yeah. that it's gonna be helpful, but it's not <laughs> helpful. And so a lot of it is just like to wait it out, to, to have patients, to observe, to see what's needed. And I took all kinds of Ayurvedic um, medicine. I'm st- I, I still take Asperganda. Mm. And and uh, vitamins and like um, yeah like mostly uh, food, nutrition aids and yeah uh, like that. And what are the signs? The signs are like even in this last retreat, even in every retreat we had this summer, there are nights when I feel like in the middle of the night I wake up, it's two or three a.m., and I feel I have COVID. You mm. know, like my th- sore throat and stomach ache and joints. Yeah in uh, pain. And so it's there. I think it's there for all of us. But in a way, one thing that I like to confess is that when it was happening and Mm. thinking that, yes, I may be dying, I could not help but think, feel that it was a blessing. You know, Mm. it's like it's humbling. It's humbling to be to not be in peak health. Everybody says, be in peak health, being being perfect health. Yeah. Well, who is in yeah. perfect health, right? Yeah. Even the yeah. people who advocate perfect health are not in perfect health. And life, our life is not eternal. Uh, we're not immortal. But mm-hmm. um the whole idea is to um it started to rain here. So look how nice it is, the rain in the oh, water.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, very the nice romantic.
1: <laughs> it's so romantic so we're gonna go inside now we're gonna go in the cafe mm. with my friend cafe his name is cafe mitis it means brown noise nose mm-hmm. and um, he has a trauma with boom 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 so um because he was shot in the face when he was little and so now we're gonna go inside so you know the signs are this we we, we all have them you know our body speaks about our reality, our emotional reality, our um, psychological reality. And so the signs are there for all of us. And how do we listen? What do we learn? I'm always just very curious about life, the best mm-hmm. way to live life, and maybe like the best way to be a human being. That's, that's what it comes down to for me. It's like, what is the best way to be a human being? And you know, sometimes I'm overcritical, uh, with the fact that I'm not the bodhisattva yet. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know? And sometimes yeah. it gets better. And for me, it always that's always the question. It's like my time here is limited. And when I thought I was dying last year, it was okay. It, was, it really was okay. There was never a moment of feeling sorry for myself. It was a, a quiet acceptance and a deep gratitude for life. But one thing was that I haven't given to this world the best that I could have given yet. Mm. Like maybe there's still some more like graceful work for me to do here. And for me it relates to this, like this place as beautiful as it is and everybody who comes, they, they think it is an absolute paradise. But it's for me it's not complete the mission is not complete yet i'm not ready to go yet
0: yeah i was thinking just that uh vivi you know because as you said everything is so carefully designed you have wonderful staff and it's very little compared to what you're offering and what you would see in bigger managed hotels or whatever you know they have lots of stuff but you do kind of connect through the heart with people. That's what I've kind of found, you know, uh, Vivi is a total welcoming person, I can only say from my own experience. And then I think of your perfectly polished, beautiful retreat paradise. And I think like, yeah, I know what you're saying because you want to connect with the, you know, like the higher consciousness, you know, you want people to find that inner peace you've been describing and it doesn't matter whether they find that in a beautiful place or on, you know, I don't know, on a dump. But you can find it anywhere. That's what you're probably bringing here to what's the end of the conversation, that most of all, everybody who will come and meditate there and celebrate their lives there and discover their, you know, joy de vivre or whatever you want to call it, their inspiration, what they need to carry forward and give back to the center is exactly that, you know, God lives there. God lives there. God lives there. You know, you can find God there. And I think that's maybe the higher goal you're, you're wanting to, to bring into that area. Right.
1: (laughs) Alexander, you said it so nicely and thank you so much. Uh, I wasn't here when you came, but I felt your love, your caring, your uh generosity and i and now your words speak to the same and um yes so you know just to uh, reiterate what you say in my like own little uh uh, example is people come and they say wow like this place is so beautiful and it's like this and and i said this is all an excuse you know all of these the nice rooms and the nice kitchen and the good food is just an excuse The doorway to get you to practice, you know, so that you can Mm. feel comfortable enough to get into a deeper practice with yourself. You know, like like you said, you find the divine everywhere. You find that we are the divine, that this goodness is us, is in us, and it is us. But we take really good care of you here, so you have no Mm. excuse to Mm. not go here in the heart and realize everything is here this moment this moment is everything this moment is my opportunity to open up to you to him completely to everything and to Mm. give the very best that i can Mm. and so this place just hopefully like takes care of the of the details so that people can relax and they can trust and Mm. they then the process of Blossom in the process of unfolding, the process that each one of us has to go through our own process, whether it's forgiveness, whether it's acceptance, whether it's overcoming fears. Hopefully this place, this land is taking good care of us. These beings are taking mm-hmm. good care of us. This mm-hmm. team that works here is taking good care of everyone. So people can just relax and they can get into a practice. They can get into whether it is yoga or Ayurveda or meditation or Tai Chi, they can get the practice that they need to feel the best that they can feel and to give, to have the best
0: experience of our lives and and then to give the world the best that we can give the world. Yeah. And in that way, I would conclude almost this beautiful interview or conversation between us and... What came to, to my mind as the last symbol of your words is like you offering such a beautiful place is like saying you cannot find God if you're hungry, you know, or if you feel uncomfortable, so we all need some form of stepping stone to remember. And it, it's not bad to have a good starting point, like a comfortable starting point, you know, so where you are being fed, where you're well rested, so that you can go through your, you know, go and meet your own demons, as they say sometimes. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And, you know, we admire our the teachers and the people on the spiritual path throughout times that did not have comfort. And it's through discomfort and and like hard conditions that they were able to find God. Mm. Uh, and for us in this century, in this millennia, things are harder mm. and um, maybe this is an entry. Maybe this is an entry way for people to, yeah. to go there.
0: And your land is like that. You describe it so well earlier, you know, it's not like, uh, It's a rough land you're living on already in money, you know, it's without water, it's on the mountains, it's with wind, so it's not like there aren't challenges and between the good and the bad and the, you know, the uh, fruitfulness or um, the nourishing earth, you can always make something out of the scarcity that... You know you seem to be living in and then when you start working you notice there's so much more in in that which we thought is scarce well thank you vivi for uh, taking time out of your i'm so glad we made it i was just so eager to have you here on this show and thank maybe you have a final word for the listeners or the viewers you know what is it you want to gift to listeners uh, at this point of your journey
1: an invitation to um, to like really take good care of ourselves in the sense of being loving and forgiving towards ourselves yeah. and others. And also, you know, come with Alexandra to this place. Alexandra is coming here now twice a year. Yeah and uh, she really does care for mm. the people she brings to like really beautiful Ayurvedic like, food and exercise and this welcoming feeling. So join us you know join us if you can and if you cannot not everybody will be here with us know that we're sending you right now like a a ray of energy a ray of love we're sending you this this blessed rain we haven't had rain all summer and it's raining Mm, now so we're sending you all the blessings in the world and alexandra Please keep doing this important work that you're doing. It's, I know it's work and it takes time. And I'm just mm. grateful for you yeah.
0: to and be I'm doing this. So. for you and what you are hosting. This is um, my dream come true, your dream come true. So I'm glad we're going to meet each other very soon. So say hello to the team, to the land, to your husband. And have a wonderful day.